You're listening to ayahuascapodcast.com. Trae nai con la vida, vida de la baila, cura con la guaira, limpia, limpia, taita, vibrando con la hualca. Welcome back, guys, to the episode of uh, psychedelic. Uh, uh, what, what is it? Psychedelic <laughs> conversations. You're the host. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the name is in progress, you know, write uh, suggestions in the comments, uh, hasn't been created yet. Today we uh, we just uh, thought about a few things and uh, stopped at the roles in the conversation and in general we'll try to touch different subjects and just um, try to get some nuggets to come out, but uh, the summary would be depression, mm-hmm. uh, anxiety, Escapism behaviors, yeah, addictions, as, um, addictions, um, supernatural stuff, yeah, yeah, supernatural, unexplained God. stuff that happens during the ceremonies, um, the relationship between mind and uh, mind and emotions and emotions. Yeah. Something else I'm missing. Uh, I think. There's something, but I can't remember what it was. In no particular order, we'll yeah. we'll just uh, see if we can talk about those subjects if something good comes up. Yeah. Uh, you know, when uh, for me, the first that really excites me is the the supernatural stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that caught my that catches my attention because uh, I I come from a very materialistic. Uh, background like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a mechanical engineer so I worked with engines and you know physics and everything is explained and yeah, it yeah. seems to be that everything is clear I'm very non-religious I come from a country that you know when I was born I was born in Soviet Union I spent my first three years in Soviet Union on my birth certificate I have the hammer and sickle <laughs> and religion was prohibited so <laughs> there was cool. no religion the, yeah. the only the only time you encounter religion is you know people when Wow. When they get scared, they say like, "Oh my God, that's yeah, about yeah, it." Yeah. Like this, wow. this church is still remained, but I actually got baptized. But because um, when I was growing up and religion was reactivated, mm-hmm. some guy just came to my, our kindergarten and said, "Like, if you're not baptized, like demons will get into mm-hmm. you." So they just um, uh, threatened me <laughs> and uh, scared me into it. <laughs> yeah. But I, I was never really religious, and uh, I was always very materialistic. So for me. In this journey with ayahuasca, discovering gift of healing, which mm. should not be real, right? Yeah. And then actually observing that it works whenever I try to apply it, which is even stranger. And then those stories that uh, the, the connection between people and their families when uh, something happens to somebody during the ceremony and something gets removed or released from their like family line, and they get a call from their mom or their dad saying, like, I felt something, what's happening yeah, with you? Like, yeah. I saw you in my music. There's like reactivation of something that should not be real, yeah. or sometimes people healing stuff that's should not supposed to be healed, or mm-hmm. two different people seeing the same, yeah, same exactly. vision. Exactly. So have have anything, have you heard about anything like that that's like not really unex, really unexplainable or some happening to yourself or somebody? Well, there's one thing that definitely comes came to mind when you mentioned about two people seeing the same vision, seeing the same visions, and that happened to me and my friend uh, uh, Alex Howell when we were living in. Maybe I shouldn't have said his full name on the podcast. It's <laughs> too late now. They're well, coming for you. Out. The CIA is coming for you, Alex. <laughs> Alex you're Howell, the passport number one two three. 
<laughs> You're out in the ether now, mate. And uh, yeah, we were living in we were best mates, and we were living in London at the uh, time, and we were sort of. He just introduced me, like it kind of by accident or by coincidence or synchronicity, whatever you want to call it, to uh, sort of healing frequencies like the 432 hertz and these other octaves. I'd never heard about this stuff before, and we were on a uh, mild psychedelic at the in fact it wasn't really a psychedelic i won't say what it was because i don't want to like uh open up ideas of drug use in the uh mm -hmm. in, in the podcast i want to remain responsible but uh it was just a, ma a very mild dose of like a non-psychedelic relaxant really it was like a, a relaxant and we were listening to these uh uh, what do you call it, these frequencies and this sort of really really weird confusing but profound experience happened and uh, it's the first and only time it ever happened and we were sort of sat there on the sofa together and this very strange experience started to happen and I started to develop this sort of inner sort of vision which wasn't at all a symptom of this uh, medicine we were on and uh, and he goes to me, he's like, whoa, Ollie, are you tripping balls? I'm like, yeah, man, are you? And we both sort of like look at each other and and I was like, oh, I'm in this other realm and I can see these people. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I can see it too, like through the letterbox. And we start describing the same thing. And it's almost like these frequencies did something and maybe adjusted the tuning on our brains and we were sort of very briefly tuned into this completely different reality and we were apprehending this sort of landscape that wasn't on earth i can't really remember what it was like the ground was pink and there was these weird but friendly looking creatures it was super you accidentally open open the portal and you I, were I think both that's in exactly it. what happened i think the uh, i think the frequencies we were listening to one of them was a dm uh, with it was a pineal gland resonant frequency so my hypothesis is in a completely sort of scientific and materialistic way that this frequency resonated with our pineal glands and it caused us to release a bit of our own natural dmt mm -hmm. and it triggered like my first and only inner natural dmt experience in him as well mm -hmm. it still leaves that massive question of well what does DMT do and what are you seeing? Is it real? But it was a very strange thing that... So, but, like, people could say, like, you know, you've still been consuming something and, you yeah, know, whatever, yeah, exactly, right? They, exactly. they can always say, like, it, it was just a hallucination. But what about uh, when it happens to two people, when, yeah. when one person takes nothing at all? Like, um, the very recent experience that happened uh, a couple months ago, uh, one person at the ceremony, he hasn't spoken to his dad for more than five years. There's some kind of very big trauma from childhood. Mm. And he, during the ceremony, he was feeling the healing and releasing of yeah, this yeah. and like forgiving. And he wrote him a seven, seven, like five or seven, I don't, I don't remember the exact amount, page letter, mm. like a physical letter. He didn't mm. send it to him or message mm. him or call him, nothing. Yeah, yeah. The next morning, literally, the, the, his dad called him and said, we need to talk. That's like first time in wow. many, many years. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, it can be a co coincidence, but like, it's a, kind of too, too yeah, suspicious, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Then one time we had this uh, girl from Africa, 
and she was having a very profound experience. Like Taito was doing the cleaning on her, and he had to like run vomit like two, three times because it was so so tough. Like yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. demon he was fighting, wow. it, was, uh, it, was, it was like one level higher than him. So he barely managed to like yeah, kill him. Yeah, yeah. Had to use some help. Wow. But probably leveled up after that. Yeah. I really like yeah. using. I really like using gaming analogies. Yeah, Super Mario, he's got yeah. <laughs> not not Super Mario, <laughs> but like through the pipe. RPG games because it's sort of like magic, and you know, in a way. Yeah, yeah. And when he done that, he she she like stood up and like jumped up as if like nothing happened. Yeah, yeah. Then later on, she came to me and said, like, can you please translate to the title, mm. like, um, that you know you saved my life. Mm. And and it's, and if I'm not mistaken, she said that she her mom called her or some family member and they, they felt something as well, mm. something being released. So it's like wow. something intergenerational. That's, yeah, I was just going to say that's so interesting because it's like it, it it impacts the whole lineage or bloodline or mm -hmm. ancestry or whatever. And some this is something that if I've heard or even been given pretty strong evidence of maybe five years ago when I was still very much firmly rooted in my materialistic scientific worldview I'd have found any sort of excuse to justify it in a different way oh coincidence or this or that but where I'm at now and what I've learned so far off various medicines it kind of does make perfect sense because or it makes sense in, in, a, in, a, in a particular paradigm and because it seems that, from my perspective, the only thing that was restricting these possibilities and things that we've mentioned so far was this limited idea that the mind is a almost like a secretion of the brain. It, it's just this sort of ephemeral thing that exists within the skull, and it has no influence on, or it can exert no force upon anything beyond the skull. But if you consider that that's actually not the truth, and that maybe the truth is the opposite, that our entire experience is within mind, and not my mind, like the collective mind, like the Buddhists say, mm -hmm. then why wouldn't that girl's, uh, that guy's father or that girl's mother have some sort of intuitive knowledge that something was happening with somebody they've got a very strong bond with, when these people exist within the same reality frame or the same mind or whatever it's mm -hmm. like this this conduit that is hidden from us by our scientific rationalism but if you accept that it's a reality these things that suddenly seem so paranormal start to have like quite a sensible mm -hmm. explanation i think uh, i i just realized the good analogy for this like one analogy is like we're all computers Mm. Without connection to internet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love this. Then, yeah, then, yeah. then the other analogy is like we're we're computers, but we have connection yeah. to internet. Yeah, yeah. And the other analogy is like we're all actually on the cloud. Yeah. And <laughs> the computers are basically just screens. Yeah, That's yeah, what we yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. So which one is right? We don't know. You know, Jungian theory, like what they call it, collective unconscious. Yeah, the collective that unconscious. That everything is somewhere there in the cloud, and then obviously it's very believable that there in that space where everything is connected. Yeah. You know, the souls communicate, and even when people die, they still go there. Like I, I really like that. That that's that thought is comforting to me. So uh, coming back to what we started with, right? I'm really non-religious. I thought, you know, the the moment I die, I fall on the ground and I rot and mm -hmm. forget about it. Like the only, uh, you know, the only positive I can find in that is, let's say, you know, my meat will rot and and worms will eat and then the grass will grow, right? Yeah, this yeah. kind of way of recycling. Yeah, but yeah. 
uh, I recently, you know, working with medicine, you just have no choice but to notice that you, know, you go to those places, like you mm -hmm. said, one time you punctured through mm -hmm. that wall and like saw what's beyond, and mm -hmm. whether it's correct or not, nobody could really, nobody, nobody could mm -hmm. really say because nobody yeah. knows, right? Yeah, That's yeah. what all religions are based on yeah. uh, that that assumption that there's something there. But I, I definitely felt presence of God a couple mm -hmm. times during mm -hmm. ceremonies, and God for me is not a bearded guy yeah, or his yeah, son likewise. or whatever. It's basically that thing that like this understanding that everything is connected and yeah. all, like yeah, a universe yeah. is God yeah, you're, yeah. you're God yeah. and I'm exactly. God we're all God and this exactly. palm tree is a God yeah, and yeah, like yeah. it's all this one thing and it's like, yeah. like being substance. connected to it is when you feel yeah. that yeah, it's yeah. a God right mm. being disconnected is when you feel godless mm. and then I definitely started believing that uh, you don't really die like mm. I, I don't it's not that I there was a specific moment but like some time has passed and I went from thinking that you know you die and that's it to kind of like just not believing it anymore mm. it's not that I adopted some other belief it's just that I removed that wrong belief yeah yeah, yeah exactly, and, exactly. And, and my opinion now is like you know if you think about it we as objects are basically information mm. right you tiny sperm meets tiny mm. egg and everything else grows from the yeah, yeah, food you eat yeah. and stuff you consume from around both physically and probably also yeah. energetically right yeah, yeah. and um, so how unbelievable like you can send a movie or you know you can send blueprints to a fucking death star for some reason <laughs> like you can send blueprints to, to, for, for a ship to a shipyard in China and they'll build a ship yeah, for you yeah, and yeah. like I, yeah. that's the industry I worked in so how unbelievable it is that this blueprint, mm. what you could call a soul, yeah. at the moment we die, is being sent somewhere, you know, mm. wirelessly. Mm. You know, mm. we have Wi-Fi now, we have Bluetooth, and all exactly. this. Kind of, what exactly. is there? Is, what is there? Are other levels of stuff that we don't know? Like, yeah, and, and yeah, this yeah. thing about levels. Yes, yeah, so I was worried. I'm not going to have something to talk about this conversation. Yeah, no, no, it's just flowing nicely. Now I'm realizing, uh, <laughs> dude, I'm not, I'm, yeah. not letting, I'm not letting you speak. Is there uh, enough memory on the phone <laughs> to capture everything? Yeah. <laughs> As I'm saying, it's, uh, I'm it's curious how, how it just comes out. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 and this is uh, even if I'm wrong, this is a very comforting notion. Like yeah. you know, okay, you know, you you, you die and then something goes somewhere and then it goes yeah, somewhere yeah. else and like those I think I'm assuming those spaces where you go on psychedelics sometimes is a space where your soul goes and you know those I like to think a, a so. lot of times those are very pleasant places yeah, to yeah, be yeah. so what's your opinion on that it's uh, I'm just trying to remember now there was a bit that I liked first of all I like the uh, the analogy with the internet and the uh, of being computers our minds work in a similar way which one yeah. is, which one appeals to you well, three. You'd, you'd, I'd never taken it to the cloud level, but it seems so. It seemed like such a really fitting analogy when I thought about this same thing in my own contemplation that I was a computer and that to sort of have this sort of realization that there's a god or this connection that you spoke about is exactly the same as just being plugged into the internet because. Mm -hmm. uh, for a computer that's never been plugged into the internet, even the idea of being connected to. I'm other sorry, I, I interrupt, but I just realized something really profound. Like uh, you know, internet is just the, the, those connections, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, not, yeah. it's not a thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What, so God is that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just, the, all those connections is, is what God is. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's like yeah, yeah. it's not something specific, but it's the, like yeah, that it's thing, a, that glue. Yeah. It's a synergy between all these different nodes yeah. and and. Uh, 
yeah like from the perspective of a computer that's never been plugged in even the idea of being connected to other versions of itself would be the most foreign concept ever it'd have no need to even think that that's even a possibility but as soon as you plug that ethernet cable in the back it's like hyperspace in in terms of the computer and so it really sort of to me that feels like such an accurate analogy and 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 you could even see it that this is certainly how i see it that uh everything that man creates the internet obviously being one of those things it's just like a reflection of or a manifestation of his inner nature so like the fact that we've created this network of things that seems to quite nicely fit this metaphysical concept of connection mm -hmm. because it is actually a production from that metaphysical connection and, and almost like mirrors and that the world being a mirror of the inner soul or whatever that's that fits quite nicely with just, my just like a very kind of tainted mirror we kind of come up with our own versions of yeah, those yeah, things exactly. just slightly uglier and more backwards yeah yeah we just need to give it a good clean and almost the mirror's so dirty that we've actually lost the ability to recognize ourselves in it and we see everything as being separate things that aren't intrinsically connected to ourselves but when we start doing activities like meditating or taking medicine mm -hmm. for example we're just giving that mirror a bit of a clean and eventually there'll be that moment of oh my god it's me shit this is who i've been hiding from this entire time and uh these are those moments that sort of really open up the heart and mm -hmm. yeah. one more thing that i want to talk about which is kind of on on the subject of supernatural but it's, it's basically uh, so far not confirmed but sometimes on ayahuasca for example you get it's as if you put a lens or a filter on, on yeah. you and you start perceiving flows of energy on like a lot of people yeah. commonly describe and even on the last retreat you had several people that describe this mesh or a net yeah, of yeah. Um, they say it like like a matrix yeah, sort of yeah, yeah. thing yeah. and I've had people describe it to me and you know ceremony after mm. ceremony and you know even on different medicines yeah yeah so that's very interesting. one time here uh, upstairs if you cannot see it but uh, there's a there's a bonfire and some small roof and uh, the ugly roof that i built mm. but functional and uh, some chairs where we, we would sit by the fire during the ceremonies and i remember seeing this uh, like uh, you know <clears throat> i was in my trip psychedelic mm. trip but then I opened my my eyes and I, I was I was still you know seeing things visually but it was yeah, not yeah. like just a bunch of colors that don't apply it was augmented reality in the yeah. sense that it was right there and I would I would just see the stuff so yeah, I, I yeah. saw um, green color glistening veins of something that I understood was as energy mm. uh, going from all directions mm. kind of like a viney plants to the fire and yeah, it, it yeah, wasn't yeah. it wasn't that like i would look around and they would shift with me they they were there yeah i would yeah, just yeah. see them when i would look yeah. at them wow and then every stone around the fire uh you know my the logo that we have the i was oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the fire it's it's that moment that mm. i like i want i i still you know it's it's a very rudimentary one but mm. if i get a graphic designer that that's good enough to understand my vision i would like for him to draw it. maybe you know when this blows up, you know, or if, no, not if this blows up, but when this blows up, uh, you, you, he or she will find me. 
I saw those green veins of energy kind of going around each rock and then ending up in the fire and then like this energy would uh, burn and the fire yeah. was a, spe a specific kind of spirit kind of being it's not just this like plasma I was looking at it was the it was a a thing yeah it yeah, had yeah. like a person but you know in general when when uh, on on psychedelics when you look at plants you realize they're not just plants mm -hmm. they're there's something else yeah, it's not yeah, just yeah. a physical yeah, appearance definitely. so the my question is uh, and also every rock would have like hieroglyphs on it like letters basically saying like i'm that rock that's yeah. my name yeah, that's yeah, who yeah. i am wow. like and and they, cool. they would also not change like i did not know how to read them mm -hmm. but it was it was all there fixed and there yeah, was yeah, yeah. it was everything uh, was surrounded by notion that this moment where I am right now mm. is exactly where I should be and it cannot yeah. be done any better and this is just yeah. perfect place for this moment to yeah, happen yeah, yeah. and even though nothing was happening yeah. it was a very comforting yeah, yeah. notion that this is a perfect That's place for me to yeah. be right now and all those people are exactly at the place where they need to be yeah, I'm losing my breath. I have so much to say. Uh, <laughs> That's nice. And this is, but not not to change the subjects. Like, is and my question was like, is this a real thing that I'm yeah, seeing? Yeah. Is it just something that I normally have no ability to perceive? Yeah. Is it just a hallucination? Yeah. And if it is a hallucination, how come it's so real and why yeah, everything yeah, is yeah. augmented? Yeah. And then it comes to, comes to gave me this notion that maybe there are like levels, you know, like we have infrared and yeah, visible yeah, yeah, and yeah, exactly. What if yeah. there are levels to that we, which we haven't discovered yeah, yet? Yeah. With psychedelics, you put those lenses. Some yeah. people can see totally different landscape. You yeah, know, like yeah, yeah. what does the what does the um, um, what does a bat see? Sonar on its sonar, yeah, but what yeah. does it see? Oh yeah, exactly. What does yeah. a fly what see? What the hell does that yeah, look like? Yeah. Exactly. So what uh, what are the levels are there with you know psychedelics serving the same psychedelic but on a different yeah, level yeah, yeah, like yeah. what are the levels can yeah. you and how many yeah, are there right? Yeah. So is it wrong? Is it just a hallucination or is it that? This is a very very interesting question. Like this is something that I've I certainly don't have the answer, but I've thought about this a lot and because I've had similar experiences of uh, you, you said it very well. This augmented reality, like in fact one of the moments that one of these like life-changing moments was ironically at the moment I met my well a moment I truly recognized my now girlfriend there was this moment of like this augmented reality like the, these levels to reality and I was able to see this other reality and it was like yeah is it real and then then it sort of the conclusion I eventually drew with, with was not with regards to what I'd seen, but it was with regards to my own definition of the word real. And if we are constantly surrounded by all of this, and this is kind of our solid reference point of language and terminology, our definition of real is going to be almost like a condensate of this being the ultimate reality. And so if we're not, I guess to, to link it with your analogy of these different uh, spectrums of the of the electromagnetic sorry these different regions of the electromagnetic spectrum if we've never seen infrared and we'd never have a word for it there'd be no need for it but and if one day we sort of eat a particular plant or a berry and it's like oh shit there's this there's these infrared structures i need to start creating new concepts for this because all my old concepts aren't sufficient and uh so I, my personal belief is that there are layers and 
there are other energies and intelligences and beings all around us just like there are all these different radio stations all around us and we, you can tune in to different ones and like the uh, spirit realm and exactly, the realm of exactly yeah but, but it's all spirit really in my, yeah. in my world view it's all this it's all energy just different frequencies it's as if there there's of. like thousands of levels and some yeah, yeah, pieces yeah. are like you know you, you go somewhere from level exactly 200 to level 300 exactly. and occasionally yeah, yeah. maybe they, they they take their own version of psychedelics yeah and yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah yeah and that's yeah, what this, we see in ghosts this, this is funny yeah 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 yeah, that <laughs> is, yeah. like how, yeah. how how unbelievable it is like it brings me to the the concept of um uh, inf infinity, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Is is infinity just linear in space, yeah, or is yeah. also infinity hmm. just going deep yeah, in yeah, levels, yeah. right? Yeah, infinite in infinite dimensions, like yeah. This is so trippy. It's it's a, a, yeah, yeah, it's a real mind bender. And, and you lack, we lack words. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and exactly. I think our, our brain, you know, if you believe in that kind of like a cloud sort of mm. um, cloud uh, analogy, that we are in a cloud, and this is just a mm manifestation like yeah, we, we, nice we have our antenna is very I limited like yeah, yeah, yeah. It just receives exactly. it, that, this tiny amount of information and yeah. like yeah like, what are really like this tiny ants <laughs> yeah exactly we went too deep <laughs> we're losing it the cloud yeah <laughs> but this is all good i think the viewers will love this uh, i don't know well i hope so <laughs> i want to talk about something else like this moment that i experienced and when i was describing this uh, situation with the fire and, and this moment in the ceremony how often do we feel that way like i really don't think i ever feel that way in, in my normal waking life it's like everything is exactly as it should be mm. And uh, we always assume it's not. We always assume we could be somewhere better or somewhere else or somewhere. Mm -hmm. But the reality is that it is the only way. The only way it could be, like because it's, that's the way yeah, it is. Like it's just the one moment. Why can't we feel that way every moment? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. this is, you know, the moment you stop and think, like I'm exactly where I need to be, yeah, and yeah. this is perfect. And yeah. like, why? Why can't we? Mm. <laughs> like why? Why don't we ever? Yeah, I mean. That's uh, that's another that's another sort of well, I think it's a thing that a lot of people, maybe ninety nine point nine percent of people, will be able to relate to, like this ability to truly value the present moment. I know it's something I struggle with a lot, and it's almost like in I, I see my mind as just this accumulation of time, and it's this big accumulation of time that prevents me from just being in this one moment because there's all these memories of of the past or these thoughts about the future what i'd want to be different what i want to do tomorrow what i want to, when when's dinner ready and it's like all these different thoughts of time are just clouding us and preventing us from just being completely content in this this moment because it's the only moment that has ever existed it's like pollution, right? We yeah, have, yeah, exactly. Like in the city, yeah. we have light pollution. It, and yeah, mental pollution. pollution. We have mental pollution, but yeah. just all those like loose thoughts yeah, just yeah, bouncing yeah. around in the head. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's, that's where journaling comes in, right? You, you catch those loose thoughts, you put them in the page, yeah, and yeah, hopefully yeah. there's a bit less noise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've yeah. certainly found that's been helping me over this. Obviously, the medicine has probably helped me more than the journaling, but I, I, the... the, the they're on the same, they complement each other. 
it's no accident I gave you this, and it's no accident yeah, it has been part because it's it's a it's a dream of mine or you know an intention of mine that people after they end up uh, filling their integration guide, they will go to the pages and just keep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as I explained, I want I want them to imagine they're in uh, the imaginary word circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just start telling like how their day was and like what yeah, comes yeah, to their yeah. head because it's it's only it it. it Feels like there is nothing, but the moment you start, it just starts pouring out, like yeah, yeah. Um, like this conversation we're yeah, having, yeah, right? Exactly, exactly. We, well, like we began in one thing, and then we're another, and we already forgot what it is. It's <laughs> kind of like a river, and it just flows. Yeah, it's just nice but and it's, fluid, and it's it's very interesting. But it's it's fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's jump to another topic, right? Um, uh, depression, anxiety, escapism. Mm escapism behaviors addictions yeah i think we can easily tie them all together yeah right? yeah definitely, um, definitely i'll begin with um probably very wrongly quoting gabor mate which is uh an idol of mine if if this becomes a podcast you know you can say a, a good achievement will be getting getting him <laughs> yeah. here i've actually yeah, met yeah. people who met him wow uh, is he hung, the hungarian doc uh, guy Hunga doc hungarian uh canadian uh doctor guy yeah he says don't don't look for don't look for a substance look for pain okay so yeah, so yeah. genius wow yeah people people yeah it's so hard to get addicted to something when when you're in a good place mm -hmm. mentally like you, you can just you know, addiction is it's powerful yeah. addiction is like a something it's like a wrong plug to plug mm -hmm. a hole yeah 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 but um, it's you only you only jump to those behaviors or substances mm. when when you're in a bad place mm. mentally and and yeah, when you're not you can fine. you know um, play with them like you can drink drink some alcohol and, yeah. and feel amazing and, yeah, and yeah, not yeah. remember about it yeah, next yeah, day yeah. right what, what do you think yeah completely like just just even that that sort of nugget of thought of, of his about looking for the pain even that's just sort of lighting up all these regions of my brain like with, mm. with with different channels of thought but i agree with what he's saying and also know it's true from my own experience like when i've struggled in the past with uh addiction or, or dependency on on substances whether it be alcohol or a, a big one for me was was ketamine when when i was uh, after the period maybe not until like four years maybe three years after my dad died I started using it rec socially in, in London and it was only after London. maybe in London yeah yeah <laughs> London with the, the blunt vowels it's uh, only after like nine months of being in London I uh, thankfully had this sort of rude awakening by uh, a more helpful medicine which was a uh, LSD when I was uh, at a music festival it just helped me realize though so clearly that the reason I was that I enjoyed taking ketamine so much wasn't because of this sort of sensorial bliss that it gave me because it helped me to shut out this pain that I just had manifested just ever present in my heart and I just thought I just enjoyed taking ketamine because it was sensorial but that experience helped me get a level deeper and it was like oh that's why i've been doing it that's why i keep going back to it that's why it's sort of stuck to me because it's got this sort of little pain hook that it is 
almost like a little cactus on a on a on a jumper. It's it, it's hooked itself in there because because I'm in that particular place mentally and emotionally at that moment in my life. And <clears throat> once I'd managed to move past that, I don't I don't take drugs anymore. But even maybe year a year after it, I was able to try that particular drug. It was like you know what that actually wasn't even that nice. It was, and then had no desire to even even try it again and so it was really potent for me how much that had changed my relationship with these sorts of crutches or these buffers that help mm -hmm. you through these hard times and and I went through a period of demonizing them which which I'm I think I'm past because uh, I think certain medicines or even things that would be considered drugs like ketamine is probably in most people's vocabulary a drug instead of a medicine it still helped me a lot and it still it still helped me deepen my understanding and and grow so uh, everything has its purpose yeah ketamine by itself it can be a drug but you know in a good practitioner hands it yeah, can yeah, be yeah. amazing uh, way yes. to remove yeah, yeah, pain yeah. from yeah. from a memory and process trauma yeah. um, I think I want to talk about depression, antidepressants, uh, and also quitting antidepressants to come to the same one. Okay, that, yeah, let's, yeah. let's take a short uh, technical <laughs> pause. <laughs>